and welcome to Women in the Business Arena, formerly known as the Liberation Lab. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Together, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs how to conquer the business arena and achieve not just success, but fulfillment and liberation. We also believe that this is a continual journey of ups and downs, so we get honest, vulnerable, and real about what it takes to succeed. Think of this as joining our inner circle of women discussing the issues that matter and the strategies that will help you enjoy the ride. If you want to continue the discussion, join our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. We would love to hear from you. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Laura Shuk-Guzman. Hello, Laura. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I have been recovering from a cold, and it was been the 4th of July holiday here. So I guess good and bad. I was on holiday, which meant I could rest, but I also get bummed out that I get sick on my holiday. So... It's really interesting, actually, how that happens. You know, like we just sort of talked over a few episodes ago about capacity. And I think sometimes when we're, um, you know, moving past our capacity, then it's like when we finally get a break or a holiday, we all of a sudden crash or our bodies goes, goes into recovery or sickness or it's interesting, right? Yeah. It's like the body goes, oh, great. There's some ex- extra energy here that you're not spending on work. So we're going to use that on just letting your body fight off something. (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it. You got to love it. All right. Awesome. Well, today we are sort of diving into a topic that um, is something I've been exploring and is really relevant to me over the last couple of weeks. And it's about, you know, where do we put our focus? How do we really get clear about what's important in our business? Because I see a lot of women burning out from trying to do everything, trying to do too much, not really recognizing what's a priority and, and not really staying in their zone of genius. So what I want to talk about is, yeah, like how do we focus? How do we determine what we really need to put attention on? Such an important and relevant topic in my own life as an entrepreneur. I think that um, when I start noticing that I'm getting into overwhelm or I'm really feeling that overscheduled, over-functioning aspect of myself, then it's time to stop and slow down and ask, like, what are the essentials here? Like, what am I really doing? Why am I doing it? What can stay and what really needs to just, what do I need to let go? Because, right, so many of those things that aren't essential are usually my ego, my attachment Mm. to some sort of um, this is what needs to be done. And I think I'm not alone in that so many women are so used to just juggling and taking care of so many people and so many things that it becomes a habit that we're unconscious of. Yeah, I think so. And and what I see a lot as well is that a lot of people have patterns running that create busyness or that create distraction. And, and they're actually patterns that are keeping them away from doing what they're here to do or stepping into their genius or really growing bigger or being seen. You know, we've talked about some of these things before, but I think, yeah, uh, sometimes our busyness is actually created from some of the patterns of things we're trying to avoid. Yeah. And you use the word distraction. You know, I think that sometimes when 
I'm doing a lot of busy work in my business. If I stop and really dive in and self-reflect, I realize that I'm trying to distract from something. Like maybe something in my business isn't really working. And instead of looking at that with clarity, it's like I just get really busy with all of the things that I need to do. And I'm saying air quotes right now. Like I so need to do this right now because it's distracting me maybe from something that's uncomfortable that would really actually be helpful to face to, to get real with myself about in my business. But rather than doing that and looking at it, there's fear around looking at the truth of something. And I'd rather distract myself. And I kind of get a, you get like a hit of that. Um, it's adrenaline to keep just going and keep doing things. And it, it creates this sense of that you actually are moving forward when in reality, we're usually moving backwards. We're not yeah. gaining a lot of forward momentum at those times. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to start. You know, I think we can start to look at, you know, where we lose focus in ourselves. Right. And those that usually comes from patterns, like when we're not clear, when we're, when we're really, really busy, when we're doing everything, we're juggling everything. I think at those times, that's when we really have to get some clarification, you know, within ourselves, you know, what do we know is so important? What do we see is actually providing, you know, support to our bottom line? Because that's the other thing is like over the years, I've seen so many people, you know, look at, look at when I look at their time and we do some kind of time audit, you know, we really see that they're spending so much time on things that add nothing to their bottom line, that add nothing to their profitability, that add nothing to their success and that even add nothing to their impact. And so I think when you look at that, you know, it helps you to clarify and reassess what am I actually spending my time on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are the things that you recommend? Like what are ways that you have found? I mean, I know for me, I actually have to start with slowing myself down. Mm-hmm. And that means usually um, like starting off a day where I don't plug in and I start with meditation. I specifically turn my phone to airplane mode. Like I don't want to see those emails. I don't want to, I don't want anything to grab my attention away from getting connected to myself first. Yes. Yes. That's, that's so good. And, and I think that's, I mean, there's, there's this couple things, right? Like I think one thing is we need to become more aware of where we're operating from. Right. So, you know, this is sort of the big picture stuff. Like I know that for me, I'm much better off when I start my day, like journaling and just reflecting and looking at what I want to create and focusing on my bigger picture. Like I do really well when I make that a priority. And it's like, then from there, I'm coming from the right place all day. Right. I'm, I'm actually operating from the right place. Whereas I find for myself, if I get right into tasks, if I get right into to-do list, if I'm being pulled into things that, I, that I'm stressed about, it's like that creates a whole entire day of busyness. And then I'm coming from busyness. So I think oh, trying yeah. to figure out where we're operating from is really important. And I just want to point out and, and say for myself that this isn't something that has always come very easily. It's getting easier as I practice it, as I know that if I don't do this, if I don't take care of me, then the rest of the day is actually going to be shot because it's just going to be taken over by the busy. But it's, it feels counterintuitive to when you first start learning this, like when you first 
wake up with the to-dos like, oh my goodness, I have so much to do today and only have, and I think for most of us, many of us have variety of whether, whether it's, um, you're handling two jobs or you have an entrepreneur, um, passion and then you have some other kind of job responsibility or you've got kids or you've got other caretaker responsibilities, right? You usually have, I've got this time to this time to work. Yeah. And when you have that finite time, it feels as if you just have this, it can be so hard to slow down. That feels like the last thing you should be doing, right? Because everything in your body is firing up to like get it done. But I will say that my biggest lesson over the years as an entrepreneur has been the more I have to do, the more, the longer I need to sit in rest and meditation or reflection. Like it's just not going to go ever the other way. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't happen. Exactly. And, and it is, it is something that we have to learn. And sadly, you know, a lot of us learn it the hard way, you know, like instead of really practicing this from some understanding early on, we usually go, end up burnout. You know, we end up um, not accomplishing as much. We end up going crazy. We end up being so overwhelmed and exhausted that we have to kind of learn this the hard way. But I think, you know, the, the idea and something that, you know, I've, I talk a lot about, and I think we have to learn is that women in general, we're so much better when we come from more space. So it's like when we, when we give ourselves the space and we have clarity and we can see where we're going and we know what we not, we want to create, then what ends up happening is the task becomes so much more effortless and we get actually so much more done. It's very productive. Whereas when we come with sort of that busy mind and from that space of like, I just got to get it done, test, next, next, next. We often miss things. The tasks become harder to do. And, and it becomes more of a challenge to complete it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. It's, it's that loss of what's essential, you know, because the busy starts taking you into 500 different directions and it's easy to drop the ball then. And I think it's interesting because the myth and what I tell myself is that, oh, I need to get all this stuff done so I don't drop any of the balls. But the reality is that when I'm just frantically doing things, I'm not, when I'm not taking time to pause, when I'm not being mindful, when I'm not really asking myself what is essential, that's when the balls that matter really drop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we end up oftentimes saving the things that are like completely not important. Like, oh, I've got to make sure my social media schedule is handled. Like, which is like the last thing that really adds anything to our bottom line. And it's like, you know, oh, but let me prioritize this. And then you drop all these really important things that actually matter. Like, say, I don't know, sales calls or, you know, trying to be able to um, connect with actual real people that could convert into clients or calling back people who are actually interested in your service, right? I was about to say, like, I have had numerous conversations with entrepreneurs that that admit that they actually have unreturned voicemails and inbox, like messages in their inboxes that could be potential clients. And instead of addressing that first, they'll go down the rabbit hole of social media because they feel like, Oh, it's so important that my presence online, yeah. you know, stays consistent, and I've got to spend all this time and energy. And then in the meantime, there's like people that are ready to pay them money, yeah. and they're not calling them back. I mean, it's just, and I think that kind of gets into something you and I talked about before we jumped on the call is like so much of um, 
how we lose track of what's essential is being uh, just overwhelmed by the messages out there in our social media world, just like all the different people that want our attention as entrepreneurs that want to be able to present their technology or their service or their products, you know, to us. Um, and they tell us why it's so important that we need to do this particular thing in our business and this particular thing in our business. And so we can start to lose track of what's really ours to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, so, so there's the, you know, we sort of touched on at first the internal part, you know, which, which is like, where are we coming from? And that also, I think gets into, you know, some of our patterns, like, are we running patterns that are distracting us or patterns that are coming? So that's all the internal part, but we also have to pay attention to the external part. You know, the, the things we're being constantly pulled at the pressure we feel to, you know, be online, to have a brand, to be on Facebook, to, to show people our lives by taking selfies, which I hate and don't do, you know, like, you know, all of these things that we feel compelled to do and pushed to do, and they're made to seem so important that, you know, we give up and lose sense of what actually really matters in our business. And so I think that Mm -hmm. is also important. And one of the ways that I'm talk about sort of combating that is that, you know, A, we need to sort of get better at discerning what's really important, not important. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I also think the other piece is we need to learn to discipline our attention. Like we, we, we forget that skill. And I think that skill is so important. The ability to be able to decide where our attention goes. And it's kind of like a muscle. So, you know, the more we practice deliberately putting our attention on something and choosing where our attention goes, the better we get at it, you know, the stronger that muscle gets. But I think people are just, they lose, they're just totally distracted and they have no attention muscle. And it's like something shiny over here. Oh, cool. Let's go there. Something shiny over here. Are the kids, are the, you know, people talk about being distracted by the laundry or things at home. Like when I'm at home working, I am not distracted by anything. So I think, you know, it's that real sort of discipline of attention. Yeah. And that practice, like you said, is being present with what is in front of you. And it can start with just practicing mindfulness with everyday little tasks outside of work. You know, just when you're in the shower, like let yourself be in the shower and enjoy the warmth of the water or the coolness if whichever you need. Enjoy the soap or the smell of the essential oils that you're using in your shower. Like notice the steam. Like those types of things are really great too. Practice being where you are. The more you are able to do that in those little moments and people talk about mindfully, just wash the dishes. Like don't think about the 500 other things you need to do. Just wash the dishes. Yeah. Um, I actually personally enjoy the shower a lot more than the dishes. So I like to be really (laughs) present. (laughs) 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 Just put Sonia and I in water. We're okay. We're good. Present. Right. But practicing it there, I think, can be one little tip is that if you're finding you can't be as present in your business as you want to be and you're distracted by different things and, and, you know, you can turn off notifications. There's little tricks that you can use with technology to unplug or what I just do is airplane mode. I just turn it off like, nope, not going to receive anything. Um, And you know, and then turn it back on because I do have kids that may need to contact. But for the most part, just noticing how can you be more present and mindful and eliminate certain distractions in your environment. Like it takes that discipline and and intention, right? Very clear intention to do that. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, in addition to sort of the mindfulness and the being present, which is a big part of it, I also think it's learning to decide where to put our attention, right? Like we really don't sometimes recognize how much of our decisions are made for us. You know, like we're pulled by something and then it's like, we didn't really decide that. It's like, you know, someone else sort of pulled us or something else pulled us and, you know, we go along with it. So ultimately it is a decision, but it's not like we did it deliberately. And I think that's really important as well. Like we need to be able to say, okay, today I'm going to focus on A, B, and C and that's it. Like I'm going to actually focus on A, B, and C. I'm not going to get distracted. I'm not going to, you know, be doing X, Y, Z. I'm going to be like really focused on these three things. And so I think, you know, that's the discipline is being able to decide first and then actually do it. And that's where the presence comes in is being present with what we're trying to do. But I think sometimes we... Um, take for granted how important the skill is to be able to deliberately decide something and to choose for ourselves where we're going to put our attention, what we're going to focus on, um, and not let everything else choose for us. Yes. And I find that in my, like combining those things, it's like in my meditation, if I get really clear and I set an intention that, you know, and I'll even ask of my wise self, like, please help, um, like I'm seeking clarity in knowing what's essential today. What is essential today? And I'll just meditate on that intention of knowing that. Then I'll sit down and make my to-do list. And what I like to do is just go ahead and list it without prioritizing it, just list it as a, just whatever kind of stream of consciousness comes to mind. And then I go back and I think about what's essential. And there's usually a goal like, oh, today it's about revenue generating. Like today is I need to get more clients or sell some services or make some, you know, make sales basically. So then I go through my list and I circle the three top essential things that would help me with that goal. And then I have this crazy to-do list that just got a lot more simple because I can know that I can do those other things if I finish these three, but these three are essential to my goal and they're doable. Like I try to pick things that are like actually could, I could get done in the time that I have. So that's one way that I like mix, right? The mindfulness, the intention. Then I go to the practicality of making the list and discerning um, what, yeah, what's the right focus. Yeah. And I think so much of like what's important comes back to that clarity, you know, like we really need to have more and more clarity in our business. And so, so one, like a really good exercise, and I think this is in the four hour work week, but I also heard, I was going to bring that book up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I also heard it recently in a conference and, you know, the question was, you know, somebody basically asked us, you know, if you only had two hours a week to work in your business, what would you do? Like you only have two hours. So like for me, it was instant. I, I automatically know what I do. I coach and I teach. That's it. That's the only two things that matter. Those are my geniuses. Those are things that are important. Those are what I'm here to do. Like I coach and I teach, period, done, end of story. All the other stuff that I'm doing in my business is extraneous, right? So either I need to be passing those things off to someone else or I need to just not be doing them because they're not important. The important things are coaching and teaching. And I think that kind of exploration helps you to to really clarify, wow, like I'm spending 90% of my time on things that don't matter. Yeah. And I think that's why I was going to bring that book up because one of the, the biggest takeaways from that book was just, it was encouraging people to think if you only, if you had to get really into the essentials, 
What does your life look like? Where do you spend your time and your energy? Because so many of us are wasting energy on things that don't really matter, but we think they matter. And we've been told that they matter. And, and that person over there is doing it, so it must matter. And, yeah. I, you know, so this, like, comparison that we do, and it's important because I catch myself in that place where, wow, that, that seems to be really working for them. I want to do that. And then that's, like, shiny object syndrome. It's like, no, like, no, don't chase that one. You know, that's not mine to do. It's not essential to me. It's not, like you said, if I know that I'm um, focused on seeing my clients teaching, being able to create, um, content like mine's all about, like, how do I advocate for mental health and entrepreneurs? I'm either with a client or I'm teaching it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like you said, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, that's Coaching what and teaching, psychotherapy and teaching care yeah. of our clients and teaching. I mean, like, you know, literally it really shifts the focus. Yeah. Yeah. In so many things, we can let go of. And I think as entrepreneurs, we struggle. I will hold up my hand with a little bit of controlling issues, right? It's like, because I, it's my business, because I have a vision, sometimes I hold on too tightly. Um, and I think that that's one of the things too, to know that it can be uncomfortable when you start to get clear about what's yours to do, what's essentially yours, because that means that you won't control all those things. And you're going to trust other people. You're entrusting other people with your vision. And yeah. that is going to be the way that you do grow or that you create something sustainable. And that's taken me some time to learn. I was just actually laughing at myself with my husband. I was telling him to step up and take some responsibility for some things. Oh, we were trying to budget for something that he wanted to purchase. And I was like, well, if we can figure out where it is in our budget. And so he pulls up the the spread, the actual pieces of paper, our bank statements, either on, yeah, he does it online, pulls up the bank statement and he starts like manually jotting these things down and categorizing them. And I'm cringing. I'm just like, oh, are you not going to plug that into our app and like just plug the bank info into the app and it will categorize and da, 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 you know, and I have a completely different way mm. of doing our budget, but I didn't want to do it. I wanted him to do it. And so I have I had to let go and be like, don't criticize him for doing it his way. Just know that in the, in the end, he's going to show up with an answer for me to look at. Yep. And it doesn't matter that he went about a different way. And yes. of course, I'm not paying him as a staff person or whatever. So if it's your staff, you may want them to follow a certain system. But I got in my own way right there. Like I was starting to get in my own way <laughs> because yeah. I wanted it done a very specific way. Yeah, look, I mean, it's a lot of letting go, right? Because, I mean, and that's really what we're talking about here. I mean, this whole topic is about what do we let go of? Because the bottom line is there's not a single entrepreneur, a single mother, a single woman out there who isn't juggling too many things. I mean, really, have you ever met a woman that isn't juggling too many things? I cannot remember her. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're out there somewhere. And if you are, please reach out to us because I'd love to use you as an example. But I don't know any. Every woman is juggling too many things. And I think, you know, because of that, what we need to talk about is stripping back, not adding another thing, not adding another layer, an, another tactic, another thing you need to do. We need to talk, be talking way more about letting go, letting go of all the things. And it's interesting because you know, no matter how much I practice some of these things, there's always more I can do, right? Just like I said, you know, with the coaching and teaching that really helped me clarify some things. But like, even now, like I'm on holiday with my family and, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we, 
rented a place, a holiday house. Uh, somehow I just assumed it would have Wi-Fi, no Wi-Fi. I assumed then I would have reception on my phones, no reception on my phones, you know, and like <laughs> there's some days I'm working. And so it's like, oh my gosh. And, and so yesterday I was stressing, like, how am I going to, I have all these client sessions. How am I going to talk to all my clients? How am I going to get on the phone with them? I need to zoom. I need to be able to see video. I need to be able to record it, blah, 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 blah. And then I, I just sort of let go. And I said, you know what? What I am here to do is coach. Like I can do that over the phone. I don't need video. I don't need Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I don't need, like, I just need a coach. Like, I don't even need to worry about having all my equipment and all my notes and all my previous things. Like none of that matters. I just need to be present with someone and coach, right? It's like, it clarifies things and allows me to relax and let go. But in my mind prior to that, it was like, oh, I've got to have everything perfect. I got to have this setup that I have at home. I've got to have, you know, and so we don't realize how little of what we're doing is really essential. Yeah. Such a good point. Like we make it more difficult. We create all of these extra things mm -hmm. that we give ourselves to do every day. Yeah. And yeah, like it's, it's kind of giving me, um, inspiration to just start kind of chronic, like make a list of what are all the, the things that I do all the time, you know, like every day and kind of start sorting through that list a little bit more because I know I've picked up some, and I, I, I would say that I pick up, um, habits kind of like this habit of, Oh, I need to do this every day because I don't know, somebody somewhere suggested that I do that, or I got yeah. it in my hand that I do that. Right? Yeah. And you just start making it this thing and they're like, Oh, I know one. I was thinking about how I really um, do better with scheduling over an email or through my website. And I'm doing a really good job of keeping my website calendar up to date. And, um, and I was having a conversation with another therapist friend of mine and she was saying, yeah, it's so hard for me to return phone calls to schedule appointments because I'm in with clients all day. So by the time I wrap up with my clients and do my notes, I jump in the car to get the kids. I'm like, I know I have that same problem. Like phone calls are really hard because then you have your kids in the background and that's not a professional call that you want to make. And so I was like, you know what? I wonder if phone calls are essential to my business. What if I actually said on my outgoing in voicemail, like, hey, thanks for calling me and offer a complimented consultation, which you can easily book online. And then I also would recommend, you know, invite you to email me with any questions that you have my, you know, and if you want to explain, you can say like, I'm with clients all day and I don't actually have, um, a lot of phone time or whatever you want to say, but it's like, why don't we even give ourselves permission to decide, well, that may not be an essential piece of communication when there are other ways I can communicate. Cause how many of us are being available on all things? We're available yep. by text. We're available by phone. We're available by email. We're available on the online scheduler. Yep. All the things. Do we yeah, really yeah. need to be available by all the things? Right, exactly. And even things like I know from for me, I'm I'm focused on triaging more of my potentials because you know how often do we get on the phone with someone to have like a call or a sales call or a discovery call or whatever you want to call it, and they're absolutely not the right fit. They there's no way we would have gotten on the phone had we known more about what they 
where they are, what they do. And so, you know, like it's just about being more and more careful with their time. So I know for me, like I'm, I ask a ton mm-hmm. of questions on someone before I'll even get on the phone with them because if they're yeah. not a good fit, I just want to be able to say right away, Hey, I'm not the one to help you. You know, here's what I'd suggest you do. And that takes me a couple minutes versus me getting on the phone with them, setting an appointment, taking my time, going through that process. And so there's so many ways that we can strip back to something that's more simple, more focused, more clear. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that is where Google Forms have changed my life. Like, Mm. you know, you want to capture information. You don't have to spend that time ask, you know, on the phone with someone. You just simply send people a form or whichever your your choice. And you do. You ask people, like you said, kind of pre-qualifying questions, just be like, is this the right time for your energy as well? Like, are we a good fit? Or sometimes what people can provide with me in a form is something that they might have scheduled 30 minutes of my time for. When yep. really it was like, oh, because people approach me since I own a co-working space, you know, people want to partner, people want to suggest ideas, people want to bring things. And sometimes I just need them to email me that idea, send me a link to their website and suggest the partnership. And then I can check it out, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, people are like, let me have lunch, let me have breakfast, let me do this, let me take you out, let me spend time with you. And I appreciate, I love my my face-to-face time, but I'm trying, I'm learning just like you were saying to be much more, um, like of a, of a, a gatekeeper of my sacred energy. Yeah. Right. That's Cause right. that's essential. My energy yeah. is essential yes. to my business. Exactly. And I think, you know, we can like in my suggestion, when you're sort of starting to look at this in your own business it is, you know, first of all, if you are spinning a lot of plates, if you're over busy, I guarantee you there's a million things you can cut out. So right then, like, yes, this applies to you. <laughs> if you're feeling busy, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you aren't able to totally control and create, like, this is my time. I'm, I'm spending this much time today, this much time tomorrow. If you're not experiencing freedom, then definitely this process and this, you know, topic is relevant. And I think, you know, where you can start is what we talked about earlier with, you know, what's really essential. If I literally could only spend two hours a week in my business, what are the things that would be the most important for me to do? And I think once you have some clarity on that, then you can drill down deeper to be looking at more of like a time audit. What am I spending my time on and how does this affect my bottom line? So, You know, I know for, I know I used to have my clients do like a time audit and what I would look at is, is okay, here's what you're spending all your time doing. And I'd have them basically just first list everything that they're doing all week long. You know, so here's, I'm on social media, I'm doing this. And a lot of it was marketing tactics, right? Because that's what a lot of people are spending their time on. And then I would have them evaluate what's the results? Like what's actually the metrics? How many of, of like, you know, people from your business are coming from those tactics? So like, who, how is that adding to your bottom line? Right. And then how much do you enjoy it? Because one of the things I've found as well is that if it's something that it, we're resisting and we take so long to do, it's not actually worth it because the results are just never going to be as much as the effort. Yeah. Yes. And like coming back to what you just said, you effort, which is energy. Mm-hmm. And again, I think one of the hardest lessons that I've had is to, to really take the time to refuel mm-hmm. and, and rest and take care of my energy because sometimes it feels that it's essential that I get that thing done. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's so interesting. I'm just reflecting on it now. Today was one of those days where I had a window of time 
that I could have um, done some essential admin or I could book myself for some essential body care, body work, Mm. because I'm having um, energy congestion in my lower back and hips. And I had been having problems sleeping because of that. And I noticed that yoga is doing some great movement, but it's like, I have to get some body work on this. And if I don't, I'm again, not going to sleep well. And again, I'm not, I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to have all my energy to do my essential other things. Yeah. And so I bottom line, just put everything else on hold and called my massage therapist and was like, this is what's going on. And she got me in and my body has been feeling so much better. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow because tomorrow I have time to see clients and to work and I'm going to feel a hundred percent. Like instead of dealing with all of this energy stuck in oh, like my body was aching and and it's really interesting because even she was reflecting with me, kind of helping me dig into what was going on. And a lot of what my body is experiencing is I'm having a lot of in um, creative ideas coming down into my body, but I'm not moving quite enough. I've been sitting at the computer a lot. I've been sitting, taking my kids places. Um, we were vacationing. So I was driving in the car and she's like, you're not really, um, it, you're not allowing your full expression like to actually move through your body. Like you're, it's stuck. And I was yeah. like, I know I've been feeling that I've been feeling that. And she was like, yeah. So now that you understand your body, you can dig deeper and this is what you're good at. Like just use your skills and start digging into what are, what's emotionally happening for you. And that is the essential clarity that I need in order to make the decisions tomorrow that my business needs. Yes. And I mean, I think, gosh, I don't think we can talk about this topic enough because, you know, really, if you, if you really drill down, I mean, I know I talked about sort of what um, in two hours, what would you do in your business, which for me was coaching and training. But if we look at what is the most important thing in your business, and it's definitely you. And I think, you know, so much of us, we put ourselves last, we put our care last, we put our performance last because, you know, if we talk about it, like really, if we fall down, if we collapse, if we, you know, get sick, it stops everything in our business. I mean, rarely is someone really at a point where their business is running without them. Like, you know, that's great if that happens, but I think that's a very rare thing. And so, you know, even our directions required most of the time, even if we're not literally in our business doing and implementing everything, like the bottom line is that it requires our energy and our attention, our direction. And so, you know, that being said, if we aren't really paying attention to what's happening with us, then that is a hundred percent trickling down into the business and every aspect of the business. And some of my clients are learning more and more as well. And this is something that I know Laura and I've talked about over the years is that oftentimes our business is actually reflecting what's not being cared for in ourselves. And so when we have blocked energy or when we're, you know, resisting something or when we're not taking care of ourselves, well, that is then somehow projected into the business. And all of a sudden we're not getting clients as much, like everything's becoming stagnant in the business. Like there's a, there's a direct connection between us and our business. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, it's like this, like this magic I don't know. I feel like it's like a superpower because it's like once I realized that I could read my body and it was telling me things, I think we should have an episode on like, okay, I'm listening to my body, but how do I follow it? How do I follow its directions? Because I've really honed listening 
And I knew that my body was starting to have this issue. I could feel some energy in my spine that wasn't moving, but I just kind of was like, eh, you know, I'll deal with that. Like, I know mm. you need more movement. I know, I know I'm listening, yeah. but I wasn't actually following through. And then my body's like, okay, so you're not sleeping now. I'm not going to even let you sleep. I'm going to make this uncomfortable for you until you pay attention. Yeah. And it's so interesting how, yes, like I can completely relate it to things that are going on in my business. And once you realize that superpower, you don't feel like you're hitting your head against the wall, trying to solve your business's issues. You go into yourself and you get more clear and you go yeah. deeper into what's going on emotionally, what's going on physically, what am I feeling in my body? And it makes a huge difference. It's a mirror, you know, it's this, and this is why so many entrepreneurs love becoming entrepreneurs because you express your identity, your sense of self has this vessel in the world, but that vessel requires deep care. Yes. And love. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think we could actually end this episode on that. I think that is just, it's a great wrap up. Like, yeah. you know, what you said, I think is really important that we like, first of all, we really need to care for self. And that is such a big importance and focus. And then we need to really let go of so many things so that we're doing only the essentials in our business so that we're really stripping back to, to create and to do what has impact. Absolutely. All right. Thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can dive into more of the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies, and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease so they can create more success, more fulfillment, and more liberation. If you're enjoying the show and want to support our mission, you can write a review on iTunes or share with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay. Okay, talk to you next week.